Hey, 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 you're now tuned in to Underdog Talk. I'm your host, Eric Jones Jr., the underdog with the heroic heart, and I have conversations with successful underdogs. And today I have my man Kendrick Thomas, M.E.D., principal, mentor, speaker. He just, he helped the youth. That's what my mans do. How are you doing today? Man, I'm good, man. I appreciate you for having me on the platform. Uh, Yeah, underdogs, man. Let's run it. Let's go. So before we get into our conversation today, um, sponsor is Christian Dewan. It's my own clothing line. If you use the promo code Underdog Talk, you get 15% off. Underdog is spelled U-N-D-E-R-D-A-W-G Talk, and you get 15% off. We got T-shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts. Um, Christian Dewan. Dewan is spelled D-E-J-U-A-N.com, and 15% off. So you're an educator. I'm an educator. We're both black men. We yeah. both worked in the elementary school. How, when you first got into school, how was it for you? Man, um, honestly, man, it was crazy for me, dude. Um, 2001, man, that was my first first experience in uh, school. That was alternative middle school. But um, fast forward with coaching high school, now, thinking about coming from high school to elementary school, dude, that first year, man, there was a few kids, they just cried. Man. I like, I didn't know how not to talk rough. You know, I didn't have that elementary setup, but, uh, you know, after nine years, dude, yeah, so for, for me, I started off um, in special education in elementary school. So it was like, okay, but then I still had an impact in the school. And yeah, I had to learn how not to have that 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 dad voice. Because, you know, as a dad, you can, hey, kids, hey. what's going on? And they cool, but when you at school, you got a little girl, she crying, little boy here. You can't be all loud. You got to give hugs and different stuff like that. And it's, it's a total difference. Kids definitely will... Um, will give you patience. They will definitely give you patience. So um, how was it being a black teacher? Were you at a school where it was predominantly black? Was it mixed? How was it being a black uh, teacher, black male teacher? Me, man, no, no different than what and thing. Um, I was a... Uh, hey, your, your connection messed up. I can't hear you. real quick bro yep you back 
Okay. Okay, there we go. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. So uh I think my question was how was how was it being a black male teacher like when you first started? Was you in a dominantly black school? Was it white? Mm-hmm. Was it mixture? How was that for you? Yeah, like I say, for me, I was educated, uh 21 years, right? And so my thing was behavior. And so of course, as I became to the as I came to the elementary school, uh they we call it structure. You know, some places they call it so many different things. But uh, so in this structure class, uh, you know, same thing, man. You you find yourself trying not to get caught into almost that role, you know. But but you know because that's pretty much who do it the best is, is us. But uh, but it was a it was a mixed school. Uh, you know, uh, mixed percentage of of uh, people on the staff from uh Hispanic all the way to black, white. So it was very good atmosphere very professional man so everything was supported you know they always show support with the kids so it was pretty good man i didn't um and i became the administrator at that school so the good thing was even as i came in as that black man in the behavior class i still was able to work myself out of it and, you know and still get back out into the general ed pop too yep i i definitely understand you don't like when you come in you don't want to be that black guy or whatever the case may be so my first elementary school, um, it was a mixture. Like the top people in the office was black women, had a um, black principal, uh, assistant principal guy. And then the people I worked with, it was a mixture of some white ladies and then it was some black people. So it was a mixture of us. So it kind of worked out. But like throughout the school, they ain't really mess with me because I come in, I got a hat, I got something on my shirt. I'm listening to the headphones. I'm like, what's up to the kids? And they like, but then as the school year went on, guess who they sent their kids to that was acting up? Oh, they sent mm-hmm. them to me. They yeah. start, oh, Mr. Jones, oh, yeah. Oh, now you like me because you got to know me. You just judged me because mm-hmm. I wasn't – I didn't have to – like when you work in special education, you don't have to dress up. You got to yeah. wear what, what you don't yeah, You really got to be ready to roll, man. You got to get yeah. be ready yeah. to get on the floor. <laughs> yeah, because <they, laughs> yes, yeah, you don't know what to happen. You literally – yeah, all types of stuff. So for me, it was a little different. And then I went to another school and it was uh, mainly um, black people. It was all black people. Then some white people came as I left. And then this school <clears throat> from K through two, and that's mainly where we have our meetings and PD is just me, the black dude. And then it's a black woman. So it's different. It's different. Like I definitely can't have a loud voice. I can't, like if somebody says something slick, I've got to like, okay, it ain't that slick. I'm going to let you pass. But yeah. you, you definitely don't want to, don't want to slick yeah. again. You slick again. It's, it's not gonna be the way you you don't want it to be. So oh, really? when you're in the school, you're in your particular department, you're in your class. But then, like you said, you kind of the general population. Was it something that you gravitate gravitate to the students, or was it kind of like with me the the other teachers was like, hey, you think you could talk to such and such? How did that go yeah. for you? Oh, just the uh, man. Honestly, dude, I got a job as a uh, behavior specialist in the district. So now I'm doing special ed, but I'm turning over to like the district leadership. So I did that, and uh, we end up getting an opening on my campus, dude. And so I got back in, um, and so it was really the leadership part uh, that got me over to the other side. But then once I got in, dude, and you get to meet. Like, you know, of course, I was I was the king inside my room with my eight kids. 
But now when you get a chance to talk to 800 daily, dude, it, it, it kept me there. And then after that, man, the instruction got me there because now I got this connection. I got to make sure everything is right for these babies, man. So that's how I kind of got gravitated over to the other side. Understand, understand. So when you went to the other side, when you went from the classroom to the other side, how was it? Was it the same kind of welcome? Hey, how you doing? Or was it like, who is this guy? No, man, it was crazy. I was at the same school, dude. So like all the people I used to go to half hour with, all the people I used to hang out with, dude, I couldn't go no more. You know, so uh, it was it was crazy, man. Uh, I remember, the, yeah, probably like the first week, me and one of my friends bumped heads because uh, it just was a different role. You know, this was like the person that was helping me a lot. But uh, now, you know, we got to kind of step into that. Then it's my first year. I'm gung-ho, not understanding the importance of relationships, you know, versus compliance. You know, and so, uh, yeah, man, it, it was crazy, though, only for the simple fact of, like, I had to transition into that role from being just a dude, especially a teacher with, like, eight kids. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I definitely know how that goes, especially, like, you said, like, people like, man, I ain't messing with you. You might be the ops. You might go tell on me. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, I can't mess with you on that. And what you just said, like, Building relationships is very important in school, no matter your background, no matter where you like if you're in the same department, you got to somewhat build relationships. And I'm learning that because like all the ladies in kindergarten, we all they all different. They all like different people. Uh, some are emotional. It's like as the dude, it's like, dang, uh, I don't really know. I don't really do that in public. Like I ain't really just showing cry, you know, crying or and I understand what they, you know, they're emotional for. But it's like. I don't know. I'm just not that kind of person to do that. So it's definitely different, but you definitely have to build relationships. So yeah, you get you get in this role, you in school, and how how does the role go for you? Is it like, yeah. all right, I'm I'm the man now. Is is easy or is it like, yeah, yes, yeah, sit, sit your butt down and you, uh, you you need to learn some stuff. Yeah, it was uh, a little bit of all three, but I go back to uh, your relationships. Uh, with your team, one good thing about the district is everybody take a personality test. And so everybody wear those colors on or and you post them outside of your door. So then I know almost what to expect from you, whether you be emotional or whether I got to bring the whole full picture for our talk team. So um, learning that about people was good just as far as now as a boss, I know how to kind of approach them, you know, uh, sometimes I was still a little harsh uh, because I just didn't understand. Like, damn, it don't take all that. But yeah, man, that first year, dude, it was, it was like, hold up, man, sorry about that. It was like, just I'm going to do this just because, like, I'm the boss, you know. And so crazy, bro. It was crazy. Yeah, and I like what you just said. Like, we took a personality test, but I like what you say. It's outside the door, so people can see. So it helps because when you take those personality tests and you look at it, so we shared it with the person we're going like, we got a lot of co-teachers. So mm -hmm. me and the other teacher were somewhat, sim we're somewhat similar, but then we're not some similar in some areas, but taking that test definitely helps. Any job, any school, whoever's listening, if you at a job, have your job do the personality test. It's very helpful. It is like because people nowadays, oh, I'm this sign. I'm that. That don't got nothing to do with it. If you know mm -hmm. a person, uh, whatever, if it's an animal or however the test is, 
and you figure it out and you see, oh, this how they, oh, that's why they don't like to communicate with me. Yeah. Oh, that's why we keep bumping it. It makes a world of a difference. Because the lady I'm with, like I, I know like she's, uh, she, how to talk to her. Like before, if I didn't take a test or any of that, I would, me and her would have been at it. We'd have been going because I'm like, oh, that's what you own. I'm with it too. And it's like, ah, I don't want to do that because yeah. especially being a black man and you don't want to go at a woman, you that looks bad in, in mm -hmm. all angles. It don't matter what the situation is. So it's like, no, I don't want to do that. So I definitely love that you said that your school does that. So you said, you, you know, you like you the man, but then it, it's harder. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. like I think sometimes when people get responsibility or a title or move mm -hmm. up, it's like, oh yeah, I, I'm I'm the shit. And then it's like, yeah. yeah, you are, but your responsibilities are more. So are you mm -hmm. gonna help us or are you gonna hurt us? Like, did we yeah. give you this position to make us better, or are you just happy that you got the position? Mm -hmm. So as time goes along, how did like what was your uh, journey through school? Because I know you you've been principal, you speak, you do all these different things. How was that journey? Yeah. Like and what kind of made you want to go into those different avenues outside of the school? Yeah, man. Um, one, it it all came from starting the podcast, right? And so the podcast came from understanding, like it's bigger than me, and how do I reach out to that community? Because as I became an administrator, I started learning like the podcast is is. I mean, I started learning that the community. It's really got to be my ally through this because um, when I call, I might I need y'all. When it's fundraising time, I need y'all. You know, all these pieces. When it's volunteer time, so I was like, okay, how can I be able to put something out to the community that will be able to bring people in? Uh, but also, so for instance, Teacher Appreciation Day, I was able to get some of the parents onto the podcast. So that all started from there, and then as I got more into it. Um, I started writing and, and doing the books, but I always did the speaking though, uh, because man, the like underdog for real, man. So it just was so much uh, that I always wanted to get out. But you know, trying to juggle it, uh, it only been happening like that the last three years, uh, where I had to kind of move to compartmentalize the businesses. But no, these last three years have been busy, you know, just from from getting the website up going, getting the books out. Uh, and being a mentor to young men that I'm doing in the school, creating programs. It's been busy, brother, but but I'll tell you, it's worth it. Um, like I said, I was on the news a few times, man. I had the people in my community do articles. And when you get a chance to see that, and then the parents like reach out to you and say, well, here go my kid a few years later. He did this because of your program. You know, we talking about something as simple as having them all, giving them dress shirts, or having them wear ties once a week. So, brother, it's been a journey. But it's been worked. Yeah, definitely. I definitely understand uh, working in the education, speaking, having a podcast. I got a clothing line in there, and then being a dad too. So it it it's it's a lot. Like people don't understand that journey. Uh, cause cause sometimes it's not about money, but it's about like you said, being able to help outside of the school, being able to get the community involved. How do we do those different things? And that's dope that you came up with the podcast to be able to help and getting parents on and letting people express themselves because that's what a lot of people in school, they we don't get to express ourselves uh, because you work in a certain department or you're assistant or you're this or you're that or sometimes a parent's voice don't get heard. So that's, that's dope in itself. Yeah. So 
I definitely under like just yeah. going to just going to yeah. school and getting yeah. off work. That's tiring. Like I ain't gonna lie to you. I was like, man, our thing at eight thirty. I'm like, what am I gonna do? Because if I lay down. It's a wrap. It's, it's over with. So I'm like, all right, went to the store, did all these different things just because, like, it's, it's tiresome. But the other stuff that we do outside is helpful. And it's not, like you said, it's bigger than us. Yeah. Like, it's bigger than us being uh, an educator in the school and being a black man. It's like, okay, that's cool. But how can these kids remember us down the road? Yes, I had a kid. Uh, I ain't spoken in a detention center in I say two, three, I say at least three years, probably. Dude was like, hey man, just was it today? It was today or yesterday. He was like, hey man, you, you talked at the detention. I remember you, man. And they always have a smile or whatever. And I'm like, dang, that was some years ago. And you remember me? I'm like, that's what's up, man. And some kids, you know, they come up, like, man, I graduated or I did this or I'm doing this just from that time they seen me talking. It's like, okay, I'm doing something right. Yeah. And so, what are some of your challenges being yeah. black men in education? Because yeah. I know, I know what challenges are, but what are some of the challenges that you face throughout your uh, journey? Yeah. First off, I want to say um, about the podcast, man, when you said giving people in certain departments or area, dude, the podcast name is education unleashed. And so, man, we like my first, um, my first guest this season is going to be Principal Cafella. So, like, I, I'm bringing some brothers on that really speak their mind, but they got the knowledge and the background to back it up, man. Uh, so, looking forward. To, bro, you got to sign up, too, man. Well, come on, man. I, I, I need you. But, man, yeah. into your question, dude, the biggest thing, like, I think about my journey in College Station, Texas A&M land. You know, um, chill, man, being a brother, down there, you know, being in the community and, and being urban was hard, you know, because I might, once I leave out of school, man, I was telling my kids just this today, dude, I got the bag of jeans on, you know, I got the t-shirt on, I got the hat turned some kind of way, you know, with the shades on, because I'm really not trying to be out there. And and people, it didn't matter, I was a football coach, I was on the news, it didn't matter, man, but that just reminds you, you're still a black man, you know, like, like Kanye said, man. You know, like in a coop. So, man, it's it just a crazy. And then, you know, you get up here to Houston, more more community, a little bigger. So, it didn't have to kind of face that. But still, it was pieces of getting put into that box, bro, where, like, you the black dude, so you're going to work with the bad kids or, you know, all those kind of things, man. But other than that, man, knowledge. And I'm thankful that that has been my only thing because I control that. You know, but knowledge has been the only things that has, at this point, stopped me from getting to the next level. You know, and so, man, I'm learning and, and just moving along, brother. I, I definitely understand the knowledge part because it's it's bigger than the A's and B's and the work of the school. It's like, how do you get your kids to learn? How do you get them to do this? And it's like, I'm listen, school, me, didn't get along. Me, I graduated with a 1.7 in high school, college, two-time dropout, no I school. And I'm like, how am I ended up here? But then it's like that knowledge that I gained from school, it helps me on the podcast. It helps me speak. So it's like yeah. that knowledge it helps me like get further in the I started off as an assistant and now I'm a full-time teacher. 
So sure. gaining that knowledge, and but not knowing the knowledge is frustrating because it's like we're competitive in nature. So it's like I, I want to be the best, but it's like you don't yeah. know how to be the best. You got to yeah. learn to like learn. it ain't where you go. It ain't where you go to school. You know, you go, you get off at four, whatever time you go home and it's over. No, that's not how you be a great educator. That's not how you be a great person. You got to mm-hmm. do all that. So I understand the knowledge. Then I understand. Oh, this the black guy. Let's send the bad kids to him. No, let me get the let me get uh Jimmy, Tommy, little smart kids. Let me get them. Like in my class, she like, which who you want? Give me the high kids. I I take mm-hmm. the high kids. Or you know, I don't want always to be. Oh, let's send them to. No, don't always send yeah. those kids because you want to send all the kids. I want yeah. every color. I want all of them. Whoever, because every one of the kids is going through something, and I I mm-hmm. can help them. Not where just send me little man man and little little such and such. No, I don't want, I don't want them because sure. sometimes I'm gonna knock them out. I ain't yeah. gonna, you know, as I'm a, tired too. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, oh, you with the shits? I'm with the shits too. What you want to yeah. do? Like, on, and man. so I definitely get that they put you in a box, but when you show that you're educated, and it don't have to do with a degree or nothing. When it shows you know how to communicate, when you're able to whatever department wherever they stick you you're able to do it they're like oh he's adding value it's not yep. where oh he's the black guy and we can send mm-hmm. him there so i applaud you for that because most most black dudes that are in school we're not just that guy because we know mm-hmm. what we know what y'all expect us to be and most mm-hmm. of us are are people that want to help everybody yep. so when you're when you were doing the mentoring uh, was it something that you had in the school or was it something in the community? Yeah. Uh, man, it started in the school and then it kind of pushed out to the community, which is still developing now. But uh, yeah, starting in the school, man, dude, I read, uh, that's why it's so so awesome that I'm going to have Principal Cofele on. Dude, in 2011, I wrote his book, like uh, My Know What Your Mails, like Achieving Inside and Outside the Classroom. And so, dude, in there, he gives a blueprint for a mentor program. And I just so happened to leave high school, move to elementary. And uh, like I say, moved to mixed school, man, and my principal was cool. Dude, I was able to start the mentor program there all the way in 2014. And from there, man, it, it progressed um, just so many pieces until like it started, I started being on kind of the, the leader side of it with my district. And then after that, man, we start just moving it out, you know, bringing it out to the community. So, like, um, I want to say this is the beginning of the year. I did, like, a community forum, man, where I got together with some black dudes. Uh, and they all said, man, we're willing to kind of tutor kids outside of school. You know, like, one of the homies, he got a, a sprinkler system, like, system uh, uh, company. He like, man, I don't mind taking somebody under the wing, interns. My boy with the barbershop, man, I don't mind taking somebody. And so that's what we're trying to do, man, get these young brothers off the street, you know. So I had a little kid the other day, man. He said, man, this school ain't for me. And so brother said, I'm done. I said, I'm done. We're drawing it. Um, so, you know, I told him, man, we riding a corner at the barbershop in the hood. Come come by, brother. Let's talk, you know, because um, it wasn't nothing I could do to change his mind right then. But, but yeah, man, that's how we try to do it outside that schoolhouse. I love it, man. I love it. Applaud you for that. I'm similar, but mine was in the community, and then it went to the school I was at. So uh, I coached basketball, and I had a little kid. He was, you know, messing up at school, and his mom and his dad 
came and can you talk to him, coach? And you know, I got on him. Then they friend, her friend came with her son. They on the he on a whole other team. So his parents from another team sending them. So then I was like, I created it, and we was doing stuff. It was kind, it was me and my buddy. It was kind of hard. And then when I got into school, I had it in the school at the elementary school for the fourth and fifth graders. And I could see it like you could see a change in the kids because they was they wasn't bad. They just didn't have a dad at home, stuff like that. And by the end of the year, a lot of them behaviors changed. They was able to go on the field trips and do stuff. So the school I'm at now, there's after school program. So you come up with your own little club. And, I, and the lady's like, oh, if you need any help. I'm good. I know what I'm about to do. Y'all just don't know what I'm about to do. Yeah. I'm a, I ain't going to say it's just boys. Just boys. I'm going to have boys and girls, and we're going to do – have a mentor program. I don't know what I'm going to mm-hmm. call it, but I'm like, cool. I got an opportunity in the school, and, you know, it's two times a week, and then they're going to be like, oh, okay, that's just three through six. We need this with the high, middle school. We need this mm-hmm. with the – so I'm like, I got my opportunity, and that's very important to have those – mentor or different program because it was a guy here i think his name is robert jackson um he's a speaker he had a book the counselor at the old school gave me a book yep. like here this is a mentor program man this i got that book do. man yep you uh the uh no excuses yep yeah yeah that's it brother yep. yeah that's what yep. i use because look this is the thing about education they're like okay you got that's cool you got a cute name you got this but what are you gonna be doing with it? And I'm like, what? Yeah. They're like, oh, you yeah. So you got to come up with a curriculum. You got to come up with paperwork, all this stuff. And I came up with it. And I'm like, this is dope. Even though I didn't want to do it, but it's dope to see what you're going to show the kids and all those different things. So like you said before, knowledge is very important. It can stop you. Because yeah, you can have a, a great idea. The school going to look at you like, okay, I don't care. Uh, yeah. What's the data? That's what yeah. one thing I had to learn is about data. Yes, Everything sir. is about data. It don't mm-hmm. like, especially when you're in school. So you got the uh, the mentor program. You got you in the schools. What what's the next thing for you? Like, what are you do you want to stay in the schools or do you want to mm-hmm. take what you do for the schools outside and create your own? Like, yeah. Where do you see that? That avenue going yeah. for you? Look, man, I uh, first I want to shout man. You said you was assistant. Look, I was a para, bro. I started out as a one-on-one para, bro. Do not play no games, man. But uh, I think next for me, man, is uh, well, shoot, I don't know, man. I got seven years, eight years at the most left. Um, maybe nine. I think he say for retirement. But if I don't make it, then I'm going to. Uh, yeah, the plan is to speak, man. So I'm kind of creating a program. I've already created a few trainings. Uh, for for kids, I mean, for classroom teachers, of just simply working with that unidentified ED student, you know. So how do we how do we service him, or or even how do you set up a high structure, high need classroom for teachers that don't have that experience? So creating programs like that, creating um almost plug and play boys club mentoring programs that schools can use, where I come in to train the teachers. Uh, also working with uh, single moms, man, uh, of young boys and really teaching them, you know, how to be more in touch with the boys. And uh, I got a book coming out called Nurture Son, like Nurturing Dad, you know. And so how do we give him what he needs so that he breaks that cycle and learns empathy uh, to just simply 
start to create that cycle for for his family, you know. So that's the plan, man. We're trying to get all that going, man, or just for helping our boy. So we're going to segue into – I don't know exactly what it's called, but you told me it's three ways. It's a um, something I can share with the audience. Oh, so yeah, kind of yeah. talk, talk, talk to us about that. Oh, uh, what I did was I really put out a preview chapter of the book uh, because what's happening is the book is all – it's kind of like stories, but it's more of a guide where, where it kind of tells you, like, okay, so if you want to create empathy, kind of start doing this with the kid or – these are the ways you kind of have those conversations mm-hmm. of making sure that you're actually listening, but not really pushing your thoughts onto your boy. And so the, the guy gives them three things that they can do as a parent to get their school year started off right for a young man. Uh, so that that's what the uh, that's what's inside of there, man. And so very great article. Uh, I also got some more articles on the website where it just still I might break off another chapter of the book, man, uh, because you know it's it's. There's so many vast points in there for, for parents until, man, breaking off at least three or four of them, it ain't, it ain't going to even matter, you know, because that's a small scope of how big the entire work is. And it also got a workbook coming with it, too. So that's what this is, just a little snippet of, of that work they can do. That's dope. I, I love how you said it is like a guy because yeah. that's what that's what you need in life. Like. Like I remember when we were kids, oh, I can't wait to be an adult. But guess what? There ain't no adult to die. A guy. It's here you go, and then you like, oh, I, I, I don't like that. I won't. Can I go back? Like, yeah. it's, it's it's just crazy. But that's a good thing that you have that guy to be able to help people. And I like what you said, help single mothers, because it's like you can raise as a single mother, you can raise a man to be a great human, but you can't raise a, a boy to be a man. Like yeah. you just can't, because you're not. And it is like women, oh, I'm the mother and the father. No, you're not the father. Like yeah. you, like you, you can't. Like my mom taught me how to be a good human. She couldn't, she didn't teach me how to be a man. She just taught me how to be a good human. I learned how to be a man from trial and error by other men, stuff of that sort down the road. So mm-hmm. I love that you're that you're helping single moms because they yeah, they need an understanding. Just like if it was, you know, a single father, he would need some help you know, from maybe a woman to help them, you know, with the soft side and different stuff. So that's very important because working in the schools, we see that. That's a lot of the problems is single moms. It's grandma raising the kids. It's TT. The dad, his dad's there. There's more dads now, even though they don't say it is, but it's still sometimes, you know, dad, dad's there, but he's not there. So it's like they, you know, you don't get the attention. So then they come to school and they want the attention and the attention is, bad and it's like okay what 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 you got going on let me figure out what's going on at home so then i can help you because that's usually the root of the problem at mm-hmm. home it ain't oh school is difficult no it's home and home could be they could be out on the streets they could be you could be homeless i didn't know there were so many people kids in school and they homeless they living yes, in sir. the car they living in the hotel or whatever and it's like how do you expect them to go to school and do school work and they don't know if they gonna sleep in a warm spot tonight, or if they gotta sleep in a car, or whatever the case may be, or they gotta sleep on the floor. So it's like when you get the root of those problems, it's like now I can help. You. Now yeah. I can really, really like that boy you said. You said, "Oh no, I can't help you right now, but come out, let me at the at the barbershop so yeah. I can talk to you, yeah. talk to you, because yeah. I can't really get you because I know what kind of kids you are. I'm gonna need to talk to yeah. you in your language. So yeah. I need, and that's that's the that's what we do, like." 
me, you, all the other black men that are educators, we want to see the young men, not just young men, but young women, but mm -hmm. the young men succeed. Because yeah. we were taught how to survive, but we want to teach them how to thrive. And yeah. you writing a book and you doing the podcast and you going from the the par to what are you what's your what's your title now, man? I don't know. You do you you know oh you yeah, turn the paramount assistant principal now. Okay, now you're assistant yeah. principal. And being an assistant principal, you can definitely you get to see everything. So now it's like, okay, now I know how to help outside of here now i know what kind of book to write now i know yeah. so that's that's dope that you're using your i don't uh, your platform at the school yeah. but to help your platform in your community yeah. um so if you say schools you know school go back into the would you stay would you would you lean more into I might leave the school or do you think you would still stay and kind of operate? Cause you know, when, when COVID hit, everybody got them ideas to do different yeah. stuff and stuff was working. It's like, yeah. I don't know. I might not want to go back here. Or do yeah. you think it's important for you to stay in the school? Man, honestly, honestly, I don't know. I, I think uh, for me, my career has always been driven about affecting change on a greater scale. Right, you know, you think as a parent starting at a one-on-one -on -one to a school of 800, right? You know, each time you're just getting bigger and bigger. And so now when I think of a school district of 10,000 or, or something, the same way Robert Jackson pulled up, you know, probably he, because like I say, he, he's in Indianapolis. The brother was in Texas because that's how I got the book. So when you think of being able to affect really the country like that, man, if if God allows you to do it, I think you got to move, man. Because I think everything else will be covered, you know. But about I think it is just simply trying to pour into more people. So, man, if it happens, you know, we we gonna make it happen, man. But uh, but like I say, I'm not in control. I'm just a servant, brother. The same thing I tell my teachers. Yep, I, and I love that, and I like what you said, like. It's only God that I'm in the schools now. Like, I, that wasn't something I was even, I just got a job being an assistant because I needed a job and now I'm a teacher and who knows. Like, I, I what you said is so important because I think as educators, sometimes some educators are, are well set in the classroom, but then mm -hmm. there's some, especially with this new age of entrepreneur and being able to create courses and do all this different stuff and still help is, is more impactful to the world, to the country, to that aspect of it. But then there's sometimes you might, it might just be those people that stay in their community, stay at their mm -hmm. school. So as an educator, I want you to hear both sides. We're not saying, oh, just go over here. Go where you can serve. Like he said, yeah. he's a servant. I'm a servant. Like if the school asked me to do something and it's not outside of my morals or core value, yeah, I'm going to do it because it's, it's going to add value to the school because I know what I bring. And that's mm -hmm. what you do. You you add value because you know what you bring. I think right. once you know your worth in the schools and what you bring to the education world, it's like, I, I might not do it like you. I might not look like you. I might not talk like you, but I'm going to mm -hmm. add value like you. <clears throat> and that's where, like we said earlier, the relationships. So um, I'm trying to see, do I want you to give some tips to parents or educators? I kind of, I, I think you're a dope guy. I think you kind of can do both, you know. Give, yeah. 
uh, three to four tips on to educators or parents how they can help our students. If it's just boys, if it's all students, but how can they help our students? One, man, showing up like um, this is showing up, and so students are successful. And so, uh, that that's one. Uh, hey, hey, your thing is going in and out again, <clears throat> or something clicking. You hear me now? It's something clicking still. Okay. I can hear you, but it's still something. Okay, well, well, can you hear me now? Yep, 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 yep. Okay, okay, there we go. I'll tell you what, that audio. But yeah, man. Okay, what you were saying oh, for the tips. Number two, yeah. for the parents, man. Um, when your kid is talking, like I say, the biggest piece I, I learned is that when, when parents ask the kid how they day went, or they take over the conversation, you don't let them, they don't really let them explain or you don't listen. So listen in actively. So that means sometimes maybe repeating so you're saying, but don't take over the conversation, people. And don't bring up the girl you think he like. Brother ain't trying to talk about that. I want to tell you actually what happened, but I never get the chance. So that's one good tip for the parents. Let me think about another one. Um, oh, oh, grow yourself as a teacher. Grow yourself. Uh, man, as an administrator, dude, I was sitting at duty today with a book. Like I'm, I'm just reading because I'm trying to prep myself to get ready for this new staff and I got to get better. And so I'll say as a teacher, don't just think just because you got that curriculum down and you've been doing good that there's not more. Like each year we do goals, goal setting. Take that opportunity to do something that will stretch you. You know, even if you don't meet the goal, you're not going to get fired, you know, but but show. And so I, I would definitely say grow yourself. Uh, and the last one for parents, man, teach healthy emotions. Teach healthy, whether it's your daughter or your son that's angry, be the example in showing them how to handle their anger, right? Even, even when you get mad, talk to them. Let them know that that emotion is okay, but this is how you handle it. Uh, man, that go for teachers too. When you when you discipline a kid or 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 you intervening on a kid, use empathy, right? Be the example you want them to be, instead of getting ready to slap somebody. I love that last one. That last one is is so important because <clears throat> I do that a lot. Like it's okay to it's all right, to, but you can't go and slap little Timmy. You can't do yeah. that. You can't yeah. just because he just because he. Touched you, brush pile, you can't go hit them or, you know, and that's very important. And as a parent, that's important, especially with your kids. Because it's like, say you got a kid, they don't get in trouble. And then one day they just get in trouble. And it's like, okay, something wrong. What's wrong? What's going on? It ain't where, oh, let me get on you. Uh, This is first time getting in trouble. Why well, I'm going to jump on you. Some, you. Somebody mess with you. It's like, you got to know it. I add a tip. Know your child. Know mm. your child. Because if you know your child... If the teacher call and then your child come home and it's two different stories, you know which one is real because you know yeah. your child. 
Yeah. You know, okay. Yeah, you might, it might be one where it's like, okay, your teacher ain't lying on this one, where it could be another one where, yeah. so give you a, give you an example that this uh, a lady, one of my students, mom's called, and she like, uh, she got a Band-Aid, what happened? And um, I'm like, I don't know, it didn't happen in regular class, it must have happened in special class. She wasn't like, rah, 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 she's just like, I want to know if good or bad happened. I'm like, mm -hmm. I got you, I understand. So I figured it out. Nothing happened. She got bumped, but the little girl put a band-aid from her foot on her nose. Come on, man. So nobody nobody gave her the band-aid. She got bumped and just took it up on herself to nurse herself up. So once she asked, you know, she asked the question, she was like, Girl, you got me calling your teacher and thinking something going on and you didn't, you know, did this and it wasn't where she snapped. Cause some parents would have, what the what, yeah. what, what? she knew her child. She's like, Let me ask some questions, let's figure this out first. We figured it out and it was like, oh, okay, girl, you tripping. And that's I how got you know. Both. Yeah, you know your child. So I always Hold up, bro. Hold up, man. Guess. Hold up for you. Go, go first. Go I got questions, bro. Yep. Who put the band-aid on? She did. Are these band-aids in your house? Is that other band-aid in the same place? Did you check that first, bro? But you charged me up. Like <laughs> But no, this is the thing. She got it from her foot. When, yeah. We like, when did this happen? Yeah. When did this happen? Like, so it had to be in the bathroom. She in there, do, 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 do. And because we like, I'm thinking, you know, Nelly with the Band-Aid. Yeah. Yeah. I say that to the mom. She started cracking up. And I'm like, yeah, where? We didn't even know. We thought we thought it happened in music because they have specials today. Come on, mom. Like, nah. And it yeah. was just funny. Uh, so... I asked my guest for a quote. It could be your quote. It could be a quote, scene, whatever, but we need a quote from you. Hold up, man. I, I have one, man. Um, it says, success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. Right? And so when you think about the podcast, when you think about the speaking, when you think about the books, when you think about the emotional pouring that we give as educators which is why we get them days off people don't understand that we got to regroup ourselves um it's, it's, it's about being consistent man but having the courage to say dang I'm only 70 today but I know I can find this extra 30 because that's what I got to give these babies right and I'm always understanding you got days too so mental health as well take off when you need to but but on top of that, man, I think it's the courage, man, to continue uh, that makes the biggest deal. So that's my quote, brother. I, I love it. I, I love it. And yes, like you said, uh, before I ask you how to, uh, people can reach out to you, like you said, like take a mental day. Like as educators, you got to. Like you can't go full force. You most some of us parents married. You got other stuff you got going on. You got to take a break. Because I ain't going to lie to you, this week then whoop my ass, and I'm like, okay, when can I take a break? I don't know when, but it's going to happen. But, yeah, take that take that mental day. Not just even, I mean, people, everybody that listen ain't an educator, but anybody, take a break. Take that day off and not do nothing. Put your phone away. Just spend time with yourself because it's very important. Mental health is very important. So, how can people reach you? How can they get the snippet that you were talking about? Um, how, you know, how can they find you? Man, what I'll do for the, uh, 
for the uh, information. I'll put it in our chat right there, so that way you can share it out with everybody. Um, and, and it's basically, uh, I just created the title myself, so it's a good school year for my son. And that's that's pretty much the name of the thing. And so other than that, man, KTTV.com, man, K-T-T-E-E-V, what you see on the screen. Uh, keep it simple. If you go to Google, you'll find all the work. If you go to any social media and type that in, you'll find me, man. And so uh, we're giving out quotes uh, each day. Uh, I've been on the reels lately. I've been pushing a lot of them motivational reels out. So just a lot, man, to try to keep people going throughout the day, but also educating and also um, trying to send out opportunities uh, and freebies when I can too, brother. So I would definitely encourage people to get locked in to KTTV.com, man, and take it from there. Yeah. I, I love I love the name. We've we've both been on the same platform before. So he 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 talked that good talk. He he can help you out. As you guys heard on this episode, is he has a lot of information, not just in the classroom or in the school, but outside the school. Yes, um you can reach me at underdog talk podcast on all social media, um, all your platforms on uh podcasts. I'm on but just about everything on YouTube, um, underdog talk podcast at gmail.com. If you got good, bad, if you want to know more about a guest, if you want to be a guest, whatever that case may be. Um, what's you got any closing words before you get out of here? Yeah, man. Um, every day can be a good day if you choose it to be. That's it. And on that note, (laughs) peace, one love. I'm the underdog with the heroic card. I'm Eric Jones Jr. I have to keep pushing for my kids. If I give up, what's that leave them with? Nothing. I have to understand that it's bigger than me. That it's not about me when I wake up and go to work. It's not about me when I'm reading and educate myself. It's not about me when I'm practicing my speeches. It's not about me. It's about my family.